This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, we hear from Premier Scott Moe, who has just returned from a week-long trade mission to India. The Prime Minister speaks at the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual meeting. Saskatchewan farmer Todd Lewis is moving up in the executive at the CFA meeting. And former Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart says a farewell to the Saskatchewan legislature. The farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Premier Scott Moe has returned from a successful trade mission to India. Last year, Saskatchewan shipped exports worth $1.4 billion to India. Moe says he had good interest on food and farm equipment from Saskatchewan. A good, a good trade mission, uh, a really good engagement, uh, uh, not only on the ag file and, and beyond just agricultural products, but into some of the manufacturing that we do uh, here in agriculture equipment. Uh, you know, there's a thousand uh, zero-till drills that uh, have been sold to a number of, uh, of uh, community cooperatives in, in India, a good engagement on the opportunities to sell uh, uranium for clean nuclear power into the future, as well as always uh, bolstering and, and uh, building on the, the potash supplies that we that we provide, and I, I would say, in addition to all of that, you know, always looking for opportunities to uh, to share in in education, innovation, and, and even culture, and interacting back and forth. And you know, we look uh, at our uh, our post-secondary institutes with their international uh, their international student population. Over 50 percent of that uh, of that population comes from India. I think we had about 7,000 uh, of the immigrants that came to Saskatchewan last year, also uh, from India. So an important market uh, for us. It's the uh, fifth largest economy in the world. Uh, will likely be the uh, the the most populous nation in the world at some time in the years ahead. And uh, and a and a market where I think our exports just this past year have increased about 130 percent. And so it's it's definitely a market that we want to uh, stay in aid, engaged with uh, as a province that exports uh, food, fuel and fertilizer uh, to uh, to a market of that size, that scope and, and a nation that uh, is, is most certainly uh, very rapidly developing uh, and is going to need more of those products in the future. So I think a, a positive a positive trade mission uh, builds on, on some of the engagement that we've had uh, uh, since the pandemic as well as uh, prior to the pandemic and uh, some of the some of the engagement that I might reference in a bit um, you know from, from even years ago and so these relationships build over time and most certainly uh, our relationship with India is continuing to strengthen. Mo adds Saskatchewan officials also promoted the sale of potash to India. 
But I would say something very tangible is the sale of a thousand air drills uh, into uh, into uh, the rural areas of India. We were out uh, and visited uh, with one of the community cooperatives that had bought a few, one or a few of those, and they'll go around and seed a number of uh, Indian farmers' fields uh, over the course of the spring. And there's a lot of excitement around not only that sale, but some of the innovation that is coming uh, with that sale. And essentially what they've done is taking the very large units uh, that are uh, built here in Saskatchewan and shrunk them down to uh, a size and scope that works uh, in the in, in the Indian agriculture area. In addition to that, there was uh, Clean Seeds that then signed a memorandum of understanding with Mahindra and Mahindra Tractor, a company that sells close to 100,000 tractors each and every year. And so I think that those thousand, those thousand uh, air drills that were sold there, uh, most certainly there's opportunity for much, much more. And this builds on previous relationships. Borgo has been uh, doing, doing business in, uh, in India for a number of years now. And so I, I think the future is very bright, not only in our traditional areas of providing food, fuel and fertilizer uh, to the country, uh, but for some of the innovation and, uh, for example, some of, the, uh, some of the innovative manufactured goods in the ag industry uh, to actually be shipped over there, putting people to work here, allowing uh, industry to progress and innovate uh, in India with Saskatchewan-made solutions. And, uh, making for a you know a better world for all. Premier Scott Moe returned from his trade mission to India Monday evening. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. The Prime Minister does not speak to farm organizations very often, but Justin Trudeau was at the Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual general meeting in Ottawa yesterday. He came with no new announcements, but repeated his government's plans to reduce carbon emissions and to assist the agriculture sector in meeting those long-term goals. After a 10-minute speech, Trudeau took questions from the audience. The first one asked if the government was considering economic sustainability as part of its decision-making. You know how important it is to care for and sustain the land that has sustained you and sustained all of us for generations. We know things are changing. We know the way we do things needs to change. We also know all of us need to make sure you are supported through this time of change. Absolutely. Uh, we need to be working with you to create the innovations and the solutions that are not only going to protect your land and this country and the environment for future generations, we're also going to protect your ability to continue to be successful in working the land and pass it on to future generations. Trudeau reassured Canadian Federation of Agriculture delegates that his government is not planning to regulate fertilizer use, but it does want to reduce emissions through technological innovation. All of you know that you know, being able to target your fertilizer use better is really important because um, it keeps costs down and it uh, increases or maximizes yields. Uh, and that is absolutely something we need. We can't have yields be going down. We have to be increasing them. We have to make sure we're able to feed not just Canadians, but the world's. You need to be able to do that. That's why, uh, whether it's looking at how we're uh, bringing down the price of fertilizer or supporting you during this difficult time uh, where uh, the cost of Russian fertilizers have gone up because of their decisions to invade Ukraine, making sure we're there to support you in various ways, but making sure we're also there for the kinds of technological innovations that are going to be a key part of making sure the world can feed itself in a net zero uh, economy in 2050. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture annual meeting was a popular place yesterday for all five federal political leaders, Pierre Poilievre, Jagmeet Singh, Elizabeth May and Bloc Quebecois leader Yves Francois. 
Yves Francois Blanchet all spoke. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. We have a new farm feature with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The federal government has announced an interim payment of nearly $23.7 million to Saskatchewan to help with recovery costs associated with major spring flooding in 2015. The money is being provided through the Disaster Financial Assistance Arrangements Program after rainfall totaling between 50 to 100 millimeters caused flooding that damaged homes, farms, businesses and infrastructure. Eligible expenses under the program include evacuation operations, restoring public works and infrastructure, and replacing or repairing essential personal property of individuals, small businesses, and farmsteads. Federal Public Safety Minister Bill Blair says the payment will support recovery and rebuilding efforts as Ottawa and the province work together to adapt to the impacts of climate change. RCMP in Saskatchewan say fuel thefts in the province in 2022 were up 70% compared to the year before. The Mounties say they received 818 reports of fuel thefts last year, which they say includes 510 reports of someone fueling up at a vehicle at a service station, then leaving without paying. They say the figure doesn't include reports where investigations determined the person accidentally left without paying. There were also 117 reports of theft from large fuel tanks or heavy machinery, either by siphoning or drilling the tank, and 106 reports of theft from bulk fuel tanks at businesses, farms, or rural municipalities. The detachments with the most reports are the Battlefords, Saskatoon, Shellbrook, and Swift Current. Farm labor is a hot topic at the annual meeting of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture in Ottawa this week. Jennifer Wright, Executive Director of the Canadian Agricultural Human Resources Council, led a panel discussion that delved into the size and scope of the issue and some of the possible solutions. Panelists said it boils down to quality of life for potential workers. They want decent internet, readily available daycare, social opportunities, and good transportation options, among other things. Wright pointed out that while Temporary Foreign Workers Program has been an important addition to the farm labour makeup, filling upwards of 59,000 jobs before the pandemic hit, it's not the solution. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture says that pre-pandemic, the labour gap on Canadian farms was 63,000 positions. That shortage is expected to increase to 123,000 by 2029. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has published a proposed rule with new regulatory requirements that will change which meat, poultry and egg products may carry a voluntary product of USA or made in the U.S. label. While voluntary, the change could potentially revive Canada and Mexico's trade dispute with the U.S., over country of origin labeling. Currently, products processed in meat and poultry facilities in the U.S. and inspected by the USDA and bearing the USDA mark of inspection may be labeled product of USA. If a company chooses to focus its marketing on country of origin, it may do so 
labeling it as born, raised, and slaughtered in the U.S. as long as it can verify the claim. Also under current rules, an imported product may be considered a domestic product if it undergoes a substantial transformation. Australia will see its highest ever winter crop production thanks to record wheat and canola harvests. That's according to the latest crop report from the Australian Bureau of Agricultural and Resource Economics and Sciences. Winter crop production in Australia is estimated at 67.6 million metric tons, up 8.4% from the crop report released last December and up 6.4% from the previous year's record winter crop. Record production was reported in Western Australia, South Australia, and much of Victoria due to wet and cool spring conditions. But waterlogged fields and flooding also limited production in Queensland and New South Wales. Australia's winter wheat crop is estimated at a record 39.19 million metric tons, 7.1% more than December's estimate, and 8.1% more than the record amount set in 2021-22. The country's winter canola crop is estimated at 8.273 million metric tons, 13.3% higher than what was projected last December, and 21.3% more than 2021-22's record amount. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Periods of light snow today, wind southeast 30, gusting to 50. The high, minus 13. The low, minus 17. Wednesday, tomorrow, mainly cloudy. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high, minus 12. The low, minus 17. Thursday, cloudy. The high, minus 11. The low, minus 12. Friday, cloudy. The high, minus 5. Evening, periods of snow and windy. The low, minus 7. Saturday, snow with a high of minus 4, 60% chance of evening flurries, the low minus 9. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Monday, sunny, the high minus 2. Normal high is minus 2 for this date. The normal low is minus 14. The sun rose at 7.30 this morning. It sets at 6.49 tonight. And currently... The hot spot is Maple Creek again at minus 10. The cold spot up north south end at minus 22. Estevan is minus 15. Saskatoon minus 14. Swift Current minus 13. Weyburn minus 16. Yorkton minus 17. Cloudy in Regina minus 14. That's 7 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east southeast at 41. Humidity is 65%. The barometer rising 103.9. Light snow and blowing snow in Moose Jaw. It's minus 14. Winds are from the east at 33. Once again, Regina cloudy and minus 14. That's 7 above Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. 
This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Saskatchewan farmer Todd Lewis has moved up in office in the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. Lewis has been elected to the position of first vice president after serving as second vice president for the past year. Lewis says the new president of the CFA is Ontario farmer Keith Curry. Lewis is at the annual meeting, the CFA annual meeting in Ottawa. The Becky committee, we have a, a new member, uh, Pierre Lacron from uh, from Quebec, so the three of us are the executive, including now Keith Curry, myself, and Pierre, and, and uh, it really is a partnership. So I think you know, just going forward with CFA, uh, we want to continue working, you know, towards the betterment of agriculture, of course, and and really, you know, spend a, a lot of time working with other groups. I think we see is the, there's there's things that separate us certainly, but at the same time, there's there's far more that keeps us together, and and it's so important. I think you know, even yesterday with with having all. Uh, five uh, major party leaders come and speak to a group of farmers. So, you know, really every politician in this town was paying attention to agriculture and what their leaders were saying yesterday. So it's it's a pretty important thing that we work together and have uh, that bigger and wider voice across Canada. So I think just looking forward to uh, putting contributions from the West, from Saskatchewan, at the board table and at the executive level for CFA. So what's your takeaway from hearing from all the main leaders, main federal party leaders, especially the prime minister? Your takeaway from that? Well, I think not, you know, not, not specifically uh, Mr. Trudeau, but also uh, all of the leaders were very uh, well-versed on the file. We're all open to questions, uh, all took questions from the floor. Uh, you know, they weren't canned questions. They weren't, it was the opportunity for anybody in the room to ask a question. The prime minister specifically picked, picked the uh, people himself personally uh and same thing you know the 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 other leaders were were open to uh, anybody coming up the mic and answering a question and and it really showed their uh attention they've been paying to agriculture and and really the work that the ag critics you know and the and the ag minister have done on behalf of agriculture uh it is a uh, a major part of the canadian economy and certainly yesterday i think we had some confirmation about how important it is uh, at the political level here in ottawa what are some of the key Saskatchewan issues you're taking to the, you know, the conference table at the Canadian Federation of Agriculture as the new first vice president? Well, we just went through uh, our resolution process from Saskatchewan specifically. There were some resolutions uh, uh, speaking towards farm transfer, uh, capital gains allowance increases, some technical questions around uh, how to uh, transfer, you know, land at arm's length and, and uh, so that non-family members can have land transferred and not or family members that aren't close to a son like trying to pass on to a nephew or niece for instance that some of those rules can be changed and, and make it easier for farm transfer certainly the capital gains part uh, we've asked for a change from one, one million to five million dollars when you look at the value of farmland there's a, a huge tax bill that's going to come as we try and transfer our land to our to the next generation and and that's not you know that's why capital gains was put in place and we've seen such large changes in land value that uh, at the end of the day the farm it doesn't really matter what the land is worth it's not for sale it's, it's part of the farm it's part of our business and and uh, existing existing farms have seen their net worth go up but at the same time it, it's not really valued to the producer in the next generation because if you don't have the land you don't have the farm so it's uh, i think it's just another example of Things that we need to take forward to the government and, uh, you know, between APAS and, uh, and the CFA and our partners here at CFA, 
it's uh, you know it's important work, and uh, certainly how things work here in Ottawa are certainly different. There's a, a lot of different paths to uh, try and get our ideas forward and and legislation, you know, up into legislation and regulation, and and certainly have the staff here at CFA in Ottawa that are based here in Ottawa that are, are really second to none, and we do a good job for all our members and uh, Saskatchewan members as well. Todd Lewis of Gray has been elected as first vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com The spring legislative sitting in Regina yesterday started off on a somber note as longtime MLA for Lumsden Morse Lyle Stewart announced he's stepping down from his seat. Stewart is a former Minister of Agriculture for the Sask Party government. He was first elected as an MLA in 1999. All good things uh, have to come to an end, so they say, and I've been uh, coming to work in this place, uh, and what a place it is for 23 and a half years. It's been a great privilege and the greatest honor of my life to be elected to this place six times. I'm very proud of the things I've been able to achieve as uh, MLA, as Minister of Enterprise and Innovation, as Minister of Agriculture, as Legislative Secretary to the Premier responsible for the irrigation file, as Provincial Secretary, as uh, Legislative Secretary to the Premier responsible for Saskatchewan autonomy, and in several economic uh, committee roles. I'm grateful for the opportunity that uh, has been provided me by two of the best Premiers uh, uh, this country has known. It was my intention to finish uh, out this term, at which time I would have put in 25 years of service as an MLA. Due to my health concerns, it appears that I will not be able to serve my constituents and my province in the way that I have in the past. And as, as I said, they have sent me here six times, Mr. Speaker, and they deserve my best. Accordingly, I stand in my place today to resign my seat uh, as of end of business on Friday. I uh, need to spend more of the time that I have left with my grandchildren and my dear friend Juanita. Many of the members who sit in these seats are among my best and most trusted friends. I hope uh, to keep up these uh, relationships. So. Uh, Goodbye for now, and God bless. Lumsden Morse MLA Lyle Stewart, we wish him the best. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Canola fell $3.50 at 80832 number 1 red spring wheat dropped 298 at 39574 the rest were unchanged durham 45838 
feed barley, 367.58. Chickpeas, 1058.22. Flax, 586.98. Lentils, 760.60. Oats, 215.32. Yellow peas, 463.55. Feed wheat, 289.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for May is down four and three quarter cents at 8.58 a bushel. The market update is also brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. Looking for the perfect vehicle? They'll find a match that exactly fits your agriculture lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years. This is the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest quotations. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 7th. Our last regular sale was on March 1st. The market on butcher cattle has been getting stronger every week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.12 to $1.2750. D3 cows sold from $0.90 cents to $1.05. Counter cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.85. Cents. Heifret sold from $1.50 to $1.70. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.30 to $1.50. Our last pre sorted sale was on February 27th. The calf market is strong as well. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $3.48 and sold up to $3.56. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $3.31 and sold up to $3.56. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $3.29 and sold up to $3.50. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $3.22 and sold up to $3.37. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.98 and sold up to $3.28. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.90 and sold up to $3.08. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.69 and sold up to $2.88. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $2.50. 51 cents and sold up to two dollars and sixty-five cents. And steers over nine hundred pounds averaged two dollars and twenty-seven cents and sold up to two dollars and forty-one cents. Heifers were about forty-five cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is both Sig Four and Brandon and the Moose Jaw plant. $197.95 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. Brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. RCMP in Saskatchewan say fuel thefts in the province in 2022 were up 70% compared to the year before. The Mounties say they received 818 reports of fuel thefts last year, which they say includes 510 reports of someone fueling up a vehicle at a service station, then leaving without paying. They say the figure doesn't include reports where investigations determined the person accidentally left without paying. There were also 117 reports of theft from large fuel tanks or heavy machinery, either by siphoning or drilling the tank, and 106 reports of theft from bulk fuel tanks at businesses, farms, or rural municipalities. The detachments with the most reports are Battleford's, Saskatoon, Shellbrook, and Swift Current. 
A court challenge to the federal single-use plastic ban is happening in Toronto this week, with Saskatchewan taking the pro-plastic side as an intervener. The federal government has called single-use plastics toxic substances, which Saskatchewan said it can't do. Justice Minister and Attorney General Bronwyn Eyre says it's Saskatchewan's position that Ottawa can't do that, and provinces have exclusive jurisdiction to regulate industries. Both Saskatchewan and Alberta are intervening, as well as major plastic manufacturers. The case will be heard today through Thursday in federal court in Toronto. On the markets, the TSX is down 144 points at 20,370. The Dow has fallen 404 points to 33,026. Oil has declined 257 at 77.89 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 72.80 cents U.S., that's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.